Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. Messing with your boy, better pray for your boy. It's Robert Latow. Keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. This is an emergency podcast. It's not really an emergency. Consider it a Christmas Eve special. Because it's very important to me to speak to you guys about what's really going on behind the scenes of some of the stories and breaking news that we do. The reason I like to talk about it on the podcast is because there's only so much you can say uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, a radio interview, or anything like that. On the podcast, I can explain to you exactly what happened, what's going on, and then I can talk about some things that they won't talk about in the mainstream media. So we call this Emergency Not Emergency Podcast about James Harden. Actually... (laughs) It actually starts, if we go back around 24 to 48 hours, by the time you listen, this is going to be Thursday, so this goes back a little bit to to Monday or to Tuesday morning, so 24 to 48 hours, and it starts with Dwayne Haskins, actually. Dwayne Haskins was caught at a birthday party, his girlfriend's friend's birthday party or his girlfriend's birthday party. They were out, you know, having a good time. There's a couple of dances around. Somebody took some pictures, put it on social media. The D.C. area media caught a hold of it. And next thing you know, Dwayne Haskins was copping please on the Internet. And next thing you know, they took his, they took his captain they ripped off his C from his jersey. And it was a really big national story. At that same time, when that story was happening, another story hit about James Harden throwing a basketball at his teammate during practice. We talking about practice. Not the game. Not the game I die for. We talking about practice. So I saw that story about James Harden in practice. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. You know, he's trying to get traded. He's a little frustrated. Hell, you know the story. Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr straight up in his eye before. Not not that big of a deal, in my opinion. So I'm working on the Dwayne Haskins story, which is a bad look for Dwayne, let's be honest, especially considering everything that's been going on with him. I'm doing the Harden basketball teammate story once again not a big deal even though they wrote 2,000 words on it and while that's happening I get a message now this is Tuesday morning I get a message from someone that said hey I see you doing this that story on James Harden did you know that after that practice he was out partying at an event and there was strippers there 
I said, word? And I thought to myself, this cannot be true. Because James Harden just got back, you know, from hanging out with Lil Baby and the rappers and the honey buns and all of that stuff. And he had to take all the coronavirus tests and he just was starting to play in the preseason. And they play on they, you know, on Wednesday they're supposed to play. I mean, there's no way that James Harden would go to a club where he could be seen, go to an event where he could be seen in in direct violation of the NBA coronavirus protocols, which say, you know, no strip clubs, no COVID booty, no mass gatherings, you know, no clubs, none of that. Say that he wouldn't be that stupid. So I asked a person, do you have proof? I know you say you were there, but do you have proof? I can't just say someone was at a party without any type of evidence. I'm like, I can, you know, that's my reputation on the line. I mean, I could say, hey, you know, James Harden was at a party, but then if come to find out he wasn't there, or was somebody that also had a long beard, then I can look back. It hurts my credibility, right? So the person said, I feel you. I feel you. Even though I saw him, you need some uh, credibility. I get that. You need some evidence. I get that. Here's what you need to do. You need to go to the event promoter's Instagram page. There you will see a video of James Harden, the event, and everything that went on. At this point, once again, everybody's just talking about Dwayne Haskins, talking about Harden throwing the basketball. So I go to the uh, the promoter, and I think we've all know how club promoters are, especially black club promoters are. It's always a little extra. So I go, and, and it's a it's a long Instagram story. I mean, it's it's long. It's a long Instagram. So I'm clicking through, and I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing bottles, and I'm seeing money being thrown, and I'm seeing the dancers, and the watches, and, you know, the regular stuff that you see at Christmas event club type parties. Toward the end, the actually the last video from the club, or from the place that this was going on at, there's James Harden. And the, and the event promoter is gifting him with the, some Dior luggage. And Harden is looking right in the camera. And he's laughing and he's smiling. So I'm like, that looks like James Harden. It sounds like James Harden. Said, but once again, I need to, you know, verify that this actually happened on a Monday. Because, you know, parties on a Monday, that really doesn't happen a lot. So I got to verify. Maybe this was two weeks ago. Maybe it was a month ago. You know, I don't know. I, I need to check, you know, exactly what's going on. Now, what happened was, as I was going through the IG story, the person was, there was a, there was a hashtag, there were other rappers and other people that were Instagramming videos from the location. So I went to, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, but eight of those different pages. And each of those pages confirmed a couple of things. That the name of the event was, you know, called the Winter Ball. The promoter and the company that was throwing it. The date that it was happening, which was on Monday night. And that, you know, this was something that was going on that night. Uh, Matching that up with the video from Harden. You can see the background of that matched up to the event. Had an eyewitness that said they saw him there. So at that point, I'm like, okay, 
it's time to get my woes on. Get my shams on. I'm about to break some news. But here's the thing that's very important to understand is that I'm an independent news outlet, sports media outlet. Being independent, meaning, you know, you don't have the backing of a, a major corporation. Now, what that means in general is that when independent media breaks news, right, first off, it's looked upon a little bit differently. Secondly, it's easier for the mainstream to steal it. It's kind of like when the little guy develops something in a company and then the, the big company, the corporation takes it. They're not protected. So I've learned over the years ways to protect myself from these things happening. You can't stop it fully. There's always going to be some outlet that just doesn't want to give you your just due. But I've learned that there's a couple of ways that you can try to make sure that it doesn't happen. And, and so this is what I would suggest if you're a young journalist and you're, you're listening. Things that you could do if you find yourself in a position as an independent media person breaking news. The first thing, and I cannot stress this to you enough, okay? If you have a website, do not put your breaking news on a social media site. Because if you put the news on the social media site, people will just in turn take that and use it as the credit. And the reason why that's not beneficial to you is kind of twofold. Is first off, this is hypothetically speaking, if you were to put it on Instagram or if you were to put it on Twitter, there's really no way for you to monetize that story. Furthermore, without actually a written story with a byline, it's also very hard for you to get the recognition that you deserve for it. Now, assuming you have a website or a radio show or whatever you have, that's where you want to put your podcast. That's where you want to put your breaking news, whatever that may be. If you have a video, make sure the video is on your site. If you have information, make sure it's on your radio show where people can embed it. Make sure it's on your podcast where it can be embedded and people would have to take the quotes and, you know, do this a lot with interviews. If you interview someone and they say a good quote, make sure when mainstream media steals the quote that they say, hey, this came from X show, my Zoom show, my YouTube show, whatever it may be. That's the first thing. Secondly, if you do have video, make sure you tag it, okay? The reason you do that is that it's very easy to steal video and claim it as your own. It happens literally every day. It happens every day, especially on, on Twitter and Instagram. Somebody sees a, a, a video that's really cool or quote-unquote exclusive, they download it, upload it to their own page, don't give the original person's credit, and then next, you know, they're the ones that are getting said credit. So make sure you tag it with a, uh, you know, a, your logo or something that can't be removed unless they come to you for the source material. Now, thirdly, this is another important thing that you need to do. Before the information gets too big, make sure that you reach out to the people that will likely steal it from you. <laughs> okay? That's important. I imagine... At some point, more people are going to figure out that Harden was at this event. And if you do not let people know in the business, 
the companies, that you were the one that initiated people finding this information, then they just pretend that you wasn't the first one to do it. What you need is what I like to call timestamps. You say, Rob, what do you mean by timestamps? Well, as soon as I finished the article and knowing 100% that he had broken the protocols, what did I do? I hit up who? ESPN. Let them know. This is my video. This is my scoop. This is my story. Okay? If you guys want in, you have to come through me. Hit up Tim McMahon. Hey, Tim McMahon, I know you cover, you know, the Rockets. This is my story. You didn't know about this until right now at this particular time. You know now. So if you do a story, you can't pretend that you didn't know me. And you just do that for every every site, every PR, every reporter that you can find. The New York Post, the New York Daily News, the Daily Mail, SI, Yahoo. Just whoever you think is your target audience of media people who, who want to do the story, that's who you send it to. The Houston Chronicle or whatever. Like all the Rockets little fan page. Not, I shouldn't say fan pages. All the Rockets independent blogs and stuff like that. That way... When the story breaks and you are the person that was accurate from the beginning, they have no choice but to credit you. Make sure they say your name. What I see a lot today is the whole uh, video that was circulating online. It wasn't it wasn't circulating online until I put it there. There was no circulation. Nobody could breathe. It didn't just circulate online. I put it online to circulate. But, you know, that's how it goes. Now, as far as Hart, he just doesn't care. Um, his main thing was he didn't like the fact that they were calling it a strip club. Now, I did not call it a strip club. I said he was at an event. I identified the event and said strippers were there. Now, that's a semantics thing, and, you know, media kind of ran with it and just called it a strip club because in the video, there's actually... You know, strippers <laughs> in the video, but that's just, I don't know what why he felt like that that was the thing that he wanted to to hang his hat on. But in turn, he ended up admitting, you know, that he was at the event. Maybe because they had already investigated. NBA has investigators uh, like the FBI, so maybe he knew he was caught. And in the end, you know, he ends up getting fined 50000 The game ends up getting postponed. Now, 50000 for James Harden is nothing. He's giving rappers 100000 like it ain't nothing. So $50,000, it's not, the money's not really an issue. The issue is you don't want players thinking that they can go just, you know, gallivanting around during the run. You get people sick. You may not get yourself sick, but you may get other people sick. You may shut down the league. Do we, any of us want that? I know Harden wants out. I don't think James Harden's a bad guy. Normally, I wouldn't. I don't really care about his exploits, you know, with whoever. It doesn't bother me that he hangs out with a little baby. Doesn't bother me that you know he, he gave him a hundred thousand dollars. I don't care if he goes to the strip club. I don't care how many racks he throws. None of that is because when he plays, he seems to play hard. So I don't. I don't have no issues with any of that. My issue is that we would like to have an NBA season. And you can't have an NBA season if people are not following the protocol. So he has to follow the protocol, even if he's pissed off 
at the Rockets. He has to follow, and everybody else has to follow the protocol. Because if I'm another player, I'm like, why does James Harden get to support his home girl, and I'm stuck here at the house? You know, like that. That would bother me, as just as a player. So that's you know what happened in within the 24 hours. Very interesting. You learn a couple of things. What, like I've told you guys many, many times. I'm not trying to break news. I'm not a news breaker. But when I do break news, it's going to be true. So you know that. If I say this is exclusive, if I say this is true, if I say without a doubt this is what's going on, that's what's, going on. That's what's happening. I'm, I only do it a few times a year. But when I do it, I'm always spot on. They never want to give me credit. They, they never do. I have to kind of, I have to really force them <laughs> to give me credit because they don't want to. I was watching, um, it's funny. It's nothing against Rachel Nichols, but I was watching The Jump. And they were talking about how, uh, you know, McMahon and, and Woj does such an excellent job all over this story. And I'm like, what story was there to be all over? I mapped it out for them completely. I mapped, I, before... Anyone said that the the NBA and the and the, excuse me, the NBA and the Rockets were looking into it. I had already told people the day before. I had, the NBA and, and the Rockets were looking into it, Rob. We get back with you. We're looking into it. I mapped it all out for. Them. But you know, that's how it goes. So now I'm just kind of you know a little bit of a footnote. They try to push y'all, but that's just the way it works. The most important thing is make sure they, they say your name. Make sure you get your, your whatever you whatever you're doing right now. If you're doing your YouTube show, your podcast, your website, uh, you know whatever you're doing. If you got something good, make sure they say your name. Don't let them take the credit for your work because they will. Now everybody have. I'm very happy. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the NBA games that are out there right now. <laughs> Once again, for everyone, and this is very important, listen to me very clearly. I understand. It's frustrating. I like to go places too. I haven't covered an event since February. I understand that. I like to go outside. I like to do things too. But we're never going to get past this stage Unless we start just following the rules. Follow the rules. Wear a mask. Keep your social distance. Just don't do anything crazy. And we'll be okay. So hopefully when we roll over into 2021. Everybody's going to be. Alright. And we're going to do things better. And hey. I wish James Harden well. Like I said. I don't think he's a bad guy at all. I think he's frustrated. And, you know, I think the last thing on his mind is maybe caring about the coronavirus. But I'll be honest with you. His homegirl may be a boss, but it's not a boss move, uh, move to have a party with almost a thousand people. No masks, no social distancing. People are going to get sick. Hard may not have gotten sick, but trust me, other people got sick, you know, at that party. Now, was it worth it? Probably not. So just think about that as we move on into the new year. I'm out.
sure to check out the website blacksportsonline.com and register for my email list for all the new updates. Listen to this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook, Black Sports Online, Instagram, BSOTV, and much appreciation to my podcast partners at ABF Creative for all their hard work in making this weekly podcast a success. I'm out.